0: You, Me, and The List, a podcast where I ask strangers to add a question to the list at the end of each episode. Let's see how The List grows this week. Hello. Welcome back to another episode. I'm here again with Brian. It's just me and him today. Uh, And today, the question that we're going to be talking about is... How do you cope with hard situations? Uh, this one was uh, someone who I think was actually going through some hard times. I think a lot of their answers were quite quite well coming from a depressive kind of state. I know that myself because you know I've when I've probably talked about it a couple of times and you, really, you hear me talk about it in the future, of course, uh, that I went through a lot of depression in like my early years. And, you know, this person was, uh, you know, it's another person that I think was looking for maybe some advice or maybe if, like, they listened to this podcast, what would help them? So they came up with a question, how do you cope with hard situations? Uh, Honestly, it felt like whatever they were dealing with had recently happened. And I I think it might have been uh, a death. Of someone that they were kind of struggling with, uh, I do remember we did find some kind of joyful moments in it. I think they thanked me at the end because I just someone asking questions and kind of giving them the space helped them a lot. Uh, just I actually that's a quite a bit of a theme that I I find doing this is I think a lot of people in the day-to-day, don't get a lot of people kind of reaching out for them. And this kind of gives people a barrier because they don't feel like they have to, you know, perform for me or anything like that. But it's still at the same time, I'm giving them space to just be who they are. So, I, I, I mean, I really like the question. Uh, not playing favorites, of course. Uh, maybe a little bit. Uh, but how do you cope with hard situations? Cause I think I get a lot of, a lot of varying answers with this one and a lot of helpful tips for people.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, what do you think about the question in general, Brian? Uh, it's an interesting question for sure. Cause everyone has their own ways of dealing with things. Um, I definitely am just go the humor route to hide behind humor to uh, make people laugh and then not have to actually talk about the difficult things that's my way of doing things yes avoiding avoiding yes avoiding it don't let anyone get too close to me
0: yeah i've had people say uh i think maybe a couple of times maybe one or two uh
1: smoking weed ah yeah Never been into it myself, so yeah, I it's, it's a big, it's a crutch for sure, yeah. yeah, it's just uh delaying the having to deal with it, mm-hmm. I get that for sure, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I mean, uh, for myself, like that was a big coping mechanism for me
1: ah.
0: for quite a while, uh, and it was a, I mean, I used to do it every day, we talked about mm-hmm. it before, uh, but when I was depressed in my adult life for like a good couple of years. Uh, it was like a time where I was like, I left, I moved back in my parents when I was like in my early twenties, mid twenties. I moved back in with my parents' house and then I stayed with them for a year. And then I moved out and I like found a place by myself. And it's like the first time I ever kind of lived by myself. I had, like, roommates and stuff before that. Uh, and, like, I felt very alone. Even though, like, I, I was still in my hometown and I still, like, knew people. I didn't really interact with them a lot. I worked a lot and I was kind of by myself a lot. Uh, and I kept getting further and further into that kind of depressive state. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I used weed to kind of be like, I don't, I don't need to be around people. Ah. I feel comfortable being around myself, and... Really,
1: I didn't. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't feel comfortable being around myself at all, because I was just, like, smoking weed all the time, and I don't think about it. Mm -hmm. I think my other coping mechanism would be just sleep. Sleep. If it's just, yeah, going through something, it's like, I don't want to be awake, so... Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was... One of the big parts of my depressive, like, state Mm -hmm. was just sleeping literally half the day. Yeah. But it was also, like... It's weird, when I get into, like, a really depressive state, the two things I do the most,
1: well, three things I do the most, is eat, sleep, and work out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, working out seems like it should help, they say. Yeah,
0: well, I'd... It was... It was to an unhealthy level. Uh I think working out is good, and I think it makes you feel healthy. But I was doing it because I was unsatisfied with the way I looked.
1: Ah, yeah. And
0: I... Felt like me working out all the time made me feel, it made me feel more powerful Mm. when I didn't feel powerful in my life. And Mm -hmm. I felt like I had no control.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, And it was, I mean, it wasn't much of a crutch. I think smoking weed made me not think about what I was dealing with. And then working out was like me trying to make myself feel better. Mm. But then the weed also kind of like took away the edge of it really actually making me better.
1: You know? Yeah.
0: But, yeah, Uh, so you'd already answered the question. Yeah, I answered right away. Right away. Yeah. Uh, Personally, how I cope with hard situations uh, is, I mean, before, like I said, it was weed. Mm -hmm. Now it's kind of facing them straight on, you know, Mm -hmm. making them a legit issue that, like, I now have to deal
1: with. Yeah, I think that's, if yeah, it's it's really tough. I will just stick to myself and, like, work through it, but I don't know if i recommend that. It's a shitty way to, shitty few months. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you're all alone and you're kind of... Just replaying shit over and over. It's a a horrible cycle, like a a spiral, as I like to say it. Yeah, Um, but then I also don't want to, like, hang out with people and then have to put my shit on them because, like, well... They don't really need to be depressed like I am. So it's like, I'll just keep it to myself. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, I've talked to my friends about it and they're like, yeah, but I mean, isn't that what friends are for? Oh, yeah. Like, literally, everyone says that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, if you're yeah. you're feeling but, sad, then like, I want to be there for you.
1: Like, yeah. I'd want you to be there for me. Yeah. kind of thing. I just don't think I'm that friend for many people who they, I'm not like the person they'd come to with something tough usually. Right. I don't think. unless they just wanted to joke about something else, take their mind off of it.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, I, for a lot of my
1: life, I was that person. Yeah. That people came to for those type of things. One of the most predominant. Well, I came to you with a situation, and yeah, we just talked the entire time and not about it. Yeah. It was nice, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean,
0: I'm not a judgmental person. Yeah. Like, I really think that people are people. Mm-hmm. I think that's was a very simple way of yeah. putting that, but like, yeah. I think people are so varied and I don't really think there's a way to categorize people as either valuable or invaluable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just people are people. Again, that's yeah. not really an answer, but yeah, I think it's the easiest way I can explain it. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, you know, a couple of times in my life, people have come to me at their, their super low. And I've had a friend that uh, didn't see her for weeks. None of our friends did. Just kind of flew off the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I get a call from her asking... She felt... She sounded very erratic. But she was like, Hey, Monty. That's what they used to call me in high school. I still call you that. Yeah, I know yeah because i told you that i think I, to- Did you know? I might have mentioned that when i first met you because oh I-, I would
1: have nicknamed you that anyways okay yeah <laughs> well, i think i was just like yeah with nicknames you can call them whatever yeah i don't mind rosie <laughs> that'll be the new one sure because <laughs> my cheeks right yeah yeah butt cheeks
0: <laughs> yeah uh when i went to go see her uh she had been high on math for Uh, two weeks straight. Jesus. Yeah, and had not slept for the past week. Wow. Yeah. So when I saw her, she was hallucinating. She was talking about people. She was talking about people that weren't there, Mm -hmm. and she was talking to people that weren't there, and then she was also talking to me about the people that weren't there. But she'd, like, go through, like, these different kind of, like, states of, like, being there and not there and there and not there. And, like, when she was talking to me, she was, like, kind of, like, reaching out being like what should I do and stuff like that Uh Uh, and yeah it was a really it was a really weird time Uh, I've also had a friend that similar kind of situation Mm
1: -hmm.
0: although I don't know what happened to this friend she moved out to a different town kind of dropped connection with everyone Uh, and then when anyone had ever seen her for those like time I think it was like two weeks or something like that she then came down to my house one time and she was telling me she was seeing people uh, because she had a uh, she started going to an episode of schizophrenia mm. and she still deals with it to the this day uh, it's like my best friend's sister so it mm-hmm. was I mean at the time we were kind of like I was more friends with her and then I became best friends with him and then I was like kind of. I was friends with both of them but she came to me and she was, like, seeing people and talking to people. But, like, she was still coherent enough to be, like, these things are happening to me. And I don't know what to do. And I was, like, you need to go seek professional help. Yeah. You can't just talk to me about this stuff. Yeah. I'm, I don't know how to give you the right help you need. But you mm-hmm. need to go get help. Yeah. You know? Because it's not helping you. And, you know, that's when it's... If it's hurting you, that's the
1: time to go see seek a pr- professional, you know? Yeah. I've never had anyone come to me with some stuff like that for sure. Uh, the only thing that comes to mind at all is uh, help somebody get out of their marriage after meeting them on Tinder. Mm. Yeah. And so this was a day where I took a tiny amount of mushrooms and uh, we just started chatting. And she's like, oh, yeah, my husband's cool with it. And I'm like, oh, we'll see. Something feels off here. And so the more we talked, it's like, oh, she's been wanting to get out of it for like a year. Mm-hmm. They took, like, had a separation for like six months, and uh, like haven't slept together in like a year, and it's just miserable. So yeah, she eventually, finally, did like move out, and then we never talked after that. But uh,
0: but I mean, like, that's the thing is like you for like hard situations, sometimes you just need an outside person. Yeah, and I think a lot of times that is honestly why people come to me, mm-hmm. is because they just
1: need to talk it out without people judging them. Yeah, that's what I hear. People like to you know, just hear the words out loud. Yeah. Even if they don't act on them. Yeah. Yeah, totally.
0: I think it kind of works. I mean, I don't know exactly how it works in the brain, but I feel like just saying it kind of puts it out into the real world. Mm-hmm. You're no longer just in your head. You're fully out there being like, this is my problem i'm saying it i'm hearing myself say it and i'm seeing hearing myself say it and feel it right because mm-hmm. sometimes you're like oh i feel all these emotions and what emotion is which thing and when you say it, it kind of solidifies it you're like oh i sound like i really hate the situation that i'm in mm-hmm. yeah this is a problem yeah. yeah i feel like i can i need to do something about it
1: yeah I still have the one thing that I really just don't tell anyone because it's like, yeah, it's my thing and, yeah, they don't need to know. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I,
0: honestly, I am there with you on that. Yeah. I don't like,
1: yeah, so, I like being there for people. I don't yeah. like people needing no, to be there for me. Yeah. yeah. I, I can deal with it. It's been a long time now. Yeah. And I also hate that, me and a friend also hate this one thing people always say, well, if there's anything we can do to help, that is a question that pisses me off in this situation. Right. Yeah, because there's nothing that can be done. So it's like, right. just don't say that. Just don't say <laughs> Yeah, it. But I
0: mean, because that's people's insecurity of being like, yeah. oh, this person brought it up to me for a reason. Yeah. I oh. feel like they're asking me to do something. No, it's just, it's just this is good. information. Yeah.
1: You yeah. just need to sit in silence. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, you know, but like, that is, I think is a hard... One of the things that I think about is that's a hard situation for myself. Hmm. When I'm in those moments oh, yeah. of, like, needing people, that's a hard thing for me to do is to reach out and tell someone about it. Yeah. And like I said, when I, how I deal with hard situations now is I actually try to, you know, h- hit it head forward, head straight on, straight on the head. <laughs> you going to get it one of these times? <laughs>
1: Something straight, like on. straight on.
0: Straight on. Straight uh, on. Face it straight on. But, yeah, so, like, I try to actually go and tell someone about it. Mm. And I try to talk to someone about it. Even though that it's a very hard thing for me to do. But that's how I should feel like I need to cope with those kind of things. is I need to just straight on be like, if I'm feeling this, I need to tell someone. And I need to try to not fall back on my usual regular mm. ways of, you know, dealing with myself, sucking it in. Yeah. Although I, it's not like I,
1: it's 100%. Yeah. Every time huh. I would do it. Yeah. Well, it's definitely the healthy way I still do, the keep it all inside. And then just let it come out in anger in other ways. Yes. Towards Did other people. you say that's
0: the healthy way of doing it? Your, no. your way.
1: Oh. Yeah, like telling people is the healthy way. My yeah. way is not healthy at all. Yes. Very yes. self-destructive. But will yeah. I learn? Probably not.
0: <laughs> I think it's a it's a process that, like, if you feel comfortable enough to be able to do it and tell yourself... Yes, yeah. I'm
1: going to do it this way. Yeah.
0: Then, yeah,
1: then do it that way. Yeah. I think usually it's, I just don't want other people telling me how to fix it. Where it's like, eh, it doesn't really have a way to be fixed, so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I do feel like that. Yeah. I I, although sometimes,
1: I guess like whether... I think their opinions are going to help Mm. or not. Oh yes, that is sometimes a huge thing. It's like I don't really think we see eye to eye on anything, so it's like I don't really need your opinion. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes it
0: feels good just to not feels good, but it's a good comparison to hear someone say something and Mm. being like, no, mm. that's not how I feel about it, and it solidifies in your brain being like. You know, I was, I feel like I'm going on the right track. Yeah, I'm on the right track. I feel like I know what I'm, how I feel about this and I know how to deal with it. And it kind of just makes you feel more secure about how you feel and how you're dealing with it. Yeah. Even then, I I feel like that kind of helps as
1: well. Yeah, I'd agree with that for sure. Um, Therapy, of course, could also help. I've never been. Uh, I do have a friend that Mm. keeps telling me every time they see me, go to therapy already, you fool. I'm like, "Uh, eventually. Yeah. I I know it's a good thing, so I'm not saying don't do a therapy. Go to therapy, but yeah, <laughs> I'm going to say it should be cheaper or, like, government programs to help. There are. Yeah, there, there should be more. There should be.
0: There definitely should be. There's yeah. always wait lists, wait yeah. lists for those it's,
1: ones. Especially now, uh, I think the pandemic has really cleared it up that people a lot of people have mental health issues. Yeah, during the lockdown, I yeah. I started taking uh, going to therapy. Oh, counseling. nice.
0: I haven't kept up with it. But yeah. like, uh, it was, you know, I think it is a good way to plan out how to deal with some things. Cause I think let's st- telling someone your issues based on them being there because you're paying them to listen to you. Mm-hmm. It does put a different dynamic on it instead yeah. of like someone feeling like, because literally these people are there to just listen to what you say you can be as completely selfish about taking the conversation talking about whatever you need because literally that is their job yeah they're there to listen to what you have to say and i mean different uh counselors it in different ways but like i sometimes they're just there and they listen until you have a question of being like you know you know like like, I don't know why I, I do all this stuff. It just kind of happens and stuff like that. And then they don't, they're not like, oh, you're doing it because of this.
1: Mm. They usually are just like, okay, yeah. have you. Ask a leading question maybe. you will have you put it in like this context before? Uh-huh. Yeah, just can, you know? yeah, contextualize
0: it for you. Exactly. Or yeah. how about you try doing these things and see how that feels. And mm. then, you know, get back to me and see how, if it changes something it may mm-hmm. be change something it may not change something yeah. but it's still like giving you kind of tools of like how to figure out what's going on
1: mm-hmm. so yeah
0: i think it's useful in that sort of thing
1: yeah i also heard it that uh that uh, you pay a therapist so that you don't have to listen to their problems yes it's the other way yeah
0: yes because sometimes when you're talking to someone yeah. they're usually like yeah put their- they're
1: waiting to get their thing in there
0: yeah yeah, yeah no totally yeah. when I was feeling like that this is how I dealt with it
1: mm-hmm. and maybe they'll work with you and it's like yeah, yeah cool we were talking about yeah. me Yeah, it's not about you oh I hate it when I do that because I know I do it from time to time Make sure about my story but yeah 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 I personally like doing that I know, because I yeah it's friends. a conversation yeah.
0: yeah I like hearing about how other people feel about things yeah. so to me that's why I'm
1: doing this podcast <laughs> yeah. I, like, I like hearing about how other, other people, people talk feel. not yourself yeah yeah This is the most you ever talk? Yeah. Yeah. How does that make you feel?
0: It makes me feel like this is the end of the episode. Thank you for listening to another episode. I hope you have a wonderful day. You, Me, and The List is an independent podcast produced and edited by Montana. Music is by Coma Media from Pixabay. Please like and follow us on all social media platforms at you, me, and the list. Thank you again for listening, and I hope to have you back. Take care, friend.